Hello, and welcome to episode 84 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa Jenkins. I'm Ritz P. <laughs> we are here. <laughs> we are nerding out with you at the very end of the calendar year, 2017, uh, a.k.a. just before Christmas. You can find us on Instagram at The Nerd Out. You can find us on Twitter at The Nerd Out. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for a page called The Nerd Out, and you can email us info at thenerdout.com. <clears throat> The end. You can also hear us online um, on our uh, website. You can hear us on iTunes, and you can hear us on Stitcher. Um, that probably exhausts all of the ways that you can hear us, unless you are standing outside of one of our doors right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is possible, because Ritzy and I are recording this remotely today. Remote. remote. I am in sunny, well, not so sunny, Southern California. And I you am are? A, I'm in snowy, icy Washington State. If you guys could see the picture she just sent me of like her front yard. <laughs> it's pretty unreal. It's Gorgeous. like winter wonderland for sure. <laughs> okay, so uh, last episode of the year, uh, we're going to get into a couple of things, but I know most of you are probably listening to um, to us today because you want to hear the Star Wars reviews. We also have some mm-hmm. reviews from some, some friends um, that we're going to listen to as well. Yes, uh, we very kindly received some submissions from friends and neighbors who had words to share with us and with you, dear listeners, about <laughs> what they thought about Star Wars. So it wasn't just me and Ritzy talking about it. Yeah, exactly. First off, to take care of some other orders of business, there are other things that we are doing other than watching and thinking about Star Wars. And we can start with television. Um, I have been uh, up here binge-watching some stuff. Uh, I actually just picked something up yesterday and watched, like, seven episodes of it. So now it's the perfect time to discuss. Like, girl, I dropped out of Vikings, like, years ago, two years ago. And I just, I think because it wasn't available on any of the streaming services I had. And then I realized that it's on Amazon Prime. So I probably watched five, six, seven episodes of that in the past 24 hours. Of what? Vikings? Vikings. Oh, yeah, you told me. I think, yeah, I remember you telling me about that a long time ago. Oh, nice. So you're done. Uh, no, I'm not done. I'm still on season three. Have you never seen this show? No, you told me to. I, I just, I haven't. I haven't had time. Okay. First and most important, it, like, the lead guy uh, is played by, gosh, what's his last name? Travis something or another. The Simmel, maybe? He was like the he was an iconic Calvin Klein men's underwear model in like the nineties. Oh, okay. And now and like we saw pictures of him and his crotch like on Sunset Boulevard on like those huge billboards. They call it what do they call it? Like Billboard Canyon or Billboard Gulch, uh, right along the Sunset Strip. Oh, see, see, he used see. to be like like he was a super pretty boy. And um, when I started watching this again a few years ago, I was like. I was like, that guy looks so familiar, and he's really cute. And I looked it up, and that's who he is. So it's nice. like, hey. Um, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, Ragnar. So he plays Ragnar, an ambitious Viking farmer slash eventual nobleman and king. And it's all about kind of his clan of people, and the they decide they want to go raiding over to England. And um, he's just kind of this super interesting, charismatic dude. His um, his wife lady, 
Um, I don't what you I don't know what you would call her. His significant other <laughs> at the beginning of the series is uh, a woman, Lagertha, who is a shield maiden. And she is like she sort of has given up her carousing ways to be like a farmer. And then she gets like sort of swept up in his wake too. And so she's like this badass warrior slash farmer lady. And um yeah, it's just it's super interesting and you know, anything that has to do with like historic fiction I'm all about. So I have just been binge watching Vikings lately. <clears throat> so Vikings, okay. Vikings, yeah. It's you know, I kinda I got a little burnt out on it and I was like, eh, whatever. But I was able to dive right back into it, and frankly, I'm just as excited about it as I ever was. So, <laughs> yay, Vikings! Would you be um, as excited about it if Homeboy wasn't a model? If he didn't look, if it wasn't flying? You know, there's lots of other good-looking people on it. Okay. I have to say, like, Lagatha is totally my favorite on there. She is so beautiful. I could just, like, she's, like, she's beautiful in a very, I don't know, kind of particular, but certainly, like, strong capable not like willowy kind of way got it he also has he has other ladies in his life who are more like willowy and what have you um <laughs> so yeah been been watching that um i also <clears throat> just finished the third third season i think of black mirror okay which frankly i think was probably the strongest season of it i did oh. not love the first season like everyone else um, and there were a couple that were one of them in particular that was very sad and I cried. Oh, I know, but you know me, I cried anything. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm also slowly but surely working my way through the leftovers, um, little leftover, leftover late to the party people. <laughs> but, uh, did you, have you watched it at all? No, that's, you're talking about all about shows that I, I've seen a couple of, maybe two or three episodes of Black Mirror, but only yeah. ones that people recommended. And then, um, I've heard good things of leftovers. Haven't seen that. It's just so much TV. It's so much TV. Oh my God. So much good TV, quality TV. So much good TV. Yeah. Um, so leftovers, the first season was just beyond bleak. So bleak, the bleakest of the bleak. Right. And I was asking all of my friends, like, does this get better? Because <laughs> why am I watching this? And people were like, oh, seasons two and three are so good. And so now I'm probably two or three episodes into season two and meh. Oh. Like, I it just, it's one of, you know, I'm totally falling for the sunk cost fallacy wherein like I've already committed 10 hours of my life to this yeah, and you just gotta, like yeah. now I feel like I have to write it out of course but I don't know if anyone listening has watched the leftover do I need to keep watching this or is it just <laughs> or like cut your losses and bone the yeah, fuck out like cut and run because like this is so bleak and like especially in the first season like no one is likable everyone's terrible ugh. so what, yeah. what is the leftovers on uh HBO Oh, okay. And it was That's just, with the homeboy, um, right? Yes. Uh, Justin Thoreau. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And there were right. three seasons of it. The first one was based on a book, and then the second two, I think, were just pulled from imagination. Okay. All right. Created from nothing, if you will. <laughs> um, so any, that's any, what I got going on. That's TV what you style. got going on? Okay. Well, and yes. you just finished The Voice. You finished The what? The Voice. The Voice just ended. Man, I have no fucking idea what's happening. So who won? Uh, Blake, one of Blake's people. Oh. It was a girl named, spoiler alert, it was a girl named uh, <laughs> Chloe something or another. <clears throat> she was blonde and... Was she country she singer? That, no, she had a, she has a very distinctive 
um, almost kind of Bonnie Tyler style voice. Okay. Like her best performances were totally like holding out for a hero and Betty Davis eyes. Oh, so she has like the raspy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't Bonnie. Betty Davis eyes wasn't Bonnie Taylor. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow. Yeah, she has this kind of like really raspy, interesting voice and was certainly the most interesting person, the most interesting vocalist, um, not the most technically proficient or showy. Um, but the final, the finale was good and yeah, she won. And Blake is just, he's, in addition to being the sexiest man alive, <laughs> he's also um, by far and away Another the winningest. Winning. The winningest, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I have no idea. You know, we talk about it. I just watched the 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 blind auditions, a couple of the battles. I don't even think I finished the battles, and then uh, that's it. And then I have yeah, no I, idea. Yeah, I know what the happens. blind auditions are totally the best part. They're the best fucking part. Like I could watch those all day. Um, yeah. I've been uh, while I cook, while I you know clean up, like all these di- while I'm working, I'm watching all kinds of shit. And what I was super excited about, and I finished like in no time, is The Crown season two. You're oh, yeah. the one. You're the one to put me up to The Crown, right? I mean, yeah, because it's everything you like. And it's fucking for reals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's everything you like, and it's for real. It's crazy. Did you watch season two? Uh, no, not yet. Oh my god! Plus, one of them, one of the, because I, I just like tell me Osito. I was like, did you know? Like, I he he give a fuck. But I'm like, did you know such? Because it just fascinates me that it's for reals, right? And remember, first season we were talking about how we were looking up to see if some of that shit really happened. So I did like yeah. mad research, and it was totally true. So yep. they had did an episode of um, the the brother who was king before. Uh, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. The one that like boned out. And that's why we're here today. And, um, mm-hmm. so what they discussed, cause I have like, I have, I'm, com- I'm an American that has no idea of any of the Royals history, any, uh, pretty much none of the, you know, UK history. And that episode, I was like, what? And then at the end they show like real pictures and footage and shit. Uh-huh. It was awesome. I was like, oh, shit. And I was telling him, I was like, can you imagine if he would have still been king? We would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just fascinating. I love it. I don't know what it is. Like I want to kind of dive deep and find out why do I love period pieces, especially British fucking shit so much. I just love it. And um, I wish there was more right now. Um, and then... Uh, by the way, one quick thing about The Crown. Either see, see, this see. season or next season is the last one they have with this cast. Like, oh, that's because it. they have to go. It might even be this season. Yeah. Oh, because they have it. to go, like, older? Yeah, I guess. What? That's going to be yeah. interesting. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Um, you know who was in it this season? Um, Michael. What's his name? He played the uh, serial killer, the white serial killer dude. Dexter? Yes. Dexter. Dexter's in it? Yeah, Dexter's in it as JFK. Oh, I could kind of see that. Yeah, I was like, ah, but, you know, okay. Um, Yeah, yeah, but it was super, super good, and I can't wait for the next season. And um, so when we were up north for Thanksgiving in Windsor, California, we... um, I I had no idea what it was, and we started watching Godless, and I, I loved it. On Netflix... Yes, that, that is. Western. I, 
Yeah. I watched about 15 minutes of it when I was kind of like half-assing, like working around the house. And I was like, mm, no, I feel like this is something I actually need to yeah. sit down and watch. You have to sit down. Like we, we were watching it. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Like we're like, we don't have no idea. Get a, get past like the first two or three episodes. Then it's uh-huh. like it hooks you. Um, love that it's like hella female oriented. Um, and the cinematography is gorgeous. Um having uh, a homeboy from Law and Order. I can't, I can't, I don't know anyone's names today. It's kind of early. It's like Sorry. nine in the morning. Um, but uh, the real true. McCoy. Everyone, everyone, please take note. Like it is, it's early. It's early for me to be on. I'm usually up early, but I'm not on this yeah, early. I'm not on. I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still in my PJs and shit. Um, I look like a crackhead. But um, so that that one's good. I recommend. And then just, you know, I didn't bin watch it because I couldn't, but this is us always Fantastic. Uh, If you haven't watched it, just fucking watch it. It's great. Get ready for tears of joy and tears of laughter. Um, Okay, so you're still liking the second season as much as you like the first one. Oh, my God. Yes. I want more and more and more. I'm excited for it to come back in January. I thought it was coming back in February, so I'm hella fucking excited. Uh Um, And then right now, I just started watching that new um, show on Amazon, What's it called? The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yes. Yes. How is that? It is really good. And I did, you know, some nerded out on it. And Homegirl, I think the lead actress, she's up for a Golden Globe um, or an Emmy or Golden Globe. I can forget which one. And um, super, I, I, I really love it because of it's kind of you, you get some um, some real comedian, like some stories of some real comedians in there because it's kind of loosely based on like Joan Rivers. And this other female, yeah, and this other female comedian, um, and like the things that they had to go through um, coming up in this time, and I was just like, wow, that's that's pretty awesome and amazing. And the lead actress, she's phenomenal. She's fantastic, Uh Um, and she's like really crass. And imagine being as crass as we are in the Uh fucking 1950s. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And she's Jewish and and she's a mother of two and that's not going down. You know what I mean? It's, it's fascinating to me. Um, like they have like a guy, like a guy who plays Lenny Bruce in it and like their friends and like how they interact and stuff like that. So it's, it's fascinating to me. Um, it's not like, oh, I need another episode, but it's just something new, something fresh. It's from the Gilmore girls. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's yeah. great. I think you, I, I'm interested to see if you would like it. I like it just because it's about, you know, a strong female, you know, breaking barriers and stuff like that. And she's crass. So, you know, I, I'm down. I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, shit. we always we like dirty words. Yeah. Bring those on. Bring those, all you yeah, want. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I'm into as far as shows that I've been binge watching. Oh, we, we yeah. Stranger Things. I think we covered that shit. Um, yeah, we did. That was that was great. I mean, I've been look where I am right now and where I will be spending the winter. Sunset yesterday was at which was day before yesterday was the shortest day of the year. Sunset was at four oh eight. Shut up. So we got a lot of we got we got mostly darkness here, people. The sun doesn't come up until seven seven oh five. So I got a lot of darkness and in darkness and cold. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you know, watch TV you or, or fuck, basically. I know. <laughs> totally. I mean, you're like, well, I got to watch some TVs and movies or I'm going to fuck. Or if you're like me yesterday, 
you think that you're going to enjoy a little um, recreational marijuana um, because up here it's legal. And I took like there's these tinctures, like little little um, drops, and they like help you. There's one that helps you sleep. There's one that's like calming and soothing and whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. It's like four o'clock. I'm done with my day. I'm just gonna like chill out and watch some movies in the dark and like you know just have a little tiny bit of the tincture, just enough to mellow me out. So I did that. It was fine for like an hour. Enjoyed watching Vikings. And then I got up and I was like, I'm kind of hungry. So I got up and I, first of all, I had, um, I was like, I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to have a snack. So (laughs) I had two sips of beer and I like set it down and I was like, God, that tastes good. And I was like, whoa, like, what is like, I like beer, but I don't like beer like that. And I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, you you like, uh, you must be like, like, and I started spinning off on this thing of like, wow, I guess like maybe, maybe that's like something I should be worried about that. I'm like so into beer because it tastes so good. So I'm like going, my brain's going off on this direction. Then I eat this little like chocolate coconut, whatever ball. And I like pop that in my mouth and I'm like, oh my God, so good. And then I like, all of a sudden I'm like, you are so high right now. Like, so, so I'm so texting her. High. I'm texting her because we're supposed to record last night, right, guys? And then um, so I was like, da 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 da. And then she says, also, I took a high CBD low THC tincture, and holy shit, I am so fucking high. <laughs> oh my god! Like, and it didn't really even hit me until like an hour and a half after I took it. And like the reason I don't like to be high and I do not get high on purpose because like, I don't like that lack of that feeling of being out of control. Yeah. So it was like, it was, I mean, I wasn't scared because I was like, it's cool. Just write it out. And I'm Googling like, how do you bring down a high? And somebody's like, oh, when I was in like Amsterdam, they had sugar water. So I was like, great. Drank some sugar water. You know, did all of this stuff. Like, they said, drink a beer. So I went and I finished the beer that I only had two sips of. I was just like, took a shower, did all of this. I mean, it was, yeah. I was like, have fun. I hope it helps you sleep. Yes, I'd like something good to come out of it. I've been useless for the past two hours. Mm -hmm. It was... Not my finest moment and not something I'm eager to repeat. So, yeah, this is why I don't touch the stuff. Like, it hits me so hard. I took a, I took a dose that's supposed to be like 2.5 whatever milligrams or something. Like, that's, that's, that's a micro dose. And I was just like. Imagine on a full dose. No. I, and I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, my God, what if somehow I've had this? Because I've had it for like a year, this little picture stuff. And I was like what if like some of the stuff in it is evaporated? And so like, instead of having 2.5, I had like a 10 milligram dose. <laughs> oh my. And then, yeah. Folks, just say no to drugs. I mean, I don't, I wish that I was one of those people that could get high and enjoy themselves. Nope. No, that's not you. No, no. Uh. But thank you for being, thank you for being, Kind and understanding. Um, I talked to her. I texted another friend because she she had texted me about something, and I was like, I can't really think about this right now because I like I, somehow I'm really high from like a microdose, and I'm like tripping out, and I'm like drinking sugar water right now. And she's like, Don't try. She's like, You know what's really funny? Are like stoners trying to give me stoner science to like justify? I'm like, No, it's sugar water. She's like, Dude, if you have the munchies, it's cool. I'm like, No. 
Yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> um. So now that we, with that lengthy preamble, by the way, I sleep really good. You did? I, yeah. Oh, perfect. Slept really. Um. With that lengthy preamble, I think that we should get to the main event here, party people, yeah, let's which do it. is Star Wars, which surely some, most, all of you have seen at this point. If you're into it, you've seen it already. Yeah, if you haven't, if you if you're into it and you haven't seen it, who are you and why have you been? And beat it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop this podcast. Yeah. Stop beat the it. Podcast. Don't ever no. listen to it again. Totally. Um. So why don't we go? Why don't we start with you, my friend? Because you went to the whole world premiere because you're a badass like that. Well, you would have went too, but you're a good friend. You're a good yeah. friend. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so immediately coming, immediately, like right when the, I just, for me, my biggest thing was it was one to two jokes away from getting me fucking upset. Like, okay, me too. Thank you. Yeah. Like it was just, the beginning part, um, the Poe, when Paul Poe was like giving like him a crank call type of sit, like it went too long. And the throwing of the lightsaber, the just, just too Cornsville for me. And it was taking me out. And I was like, I remember the first couple of minutes, I was like, oh no. Like I felt doomed. <laughs> like I felt like, oh no, this uh-huh. is like this is what we're in for. Like, oh no. And I feel like I feel like it was such a it 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 could have been such a an important film just because of how it was left off on the other one, but also because of Carrie Fisher and uh-huh. just I don't know, there was just like so many different things. I, you know, plus my age bracket, I take it real seriously. It means a lot to me. I don't know. Like, I feel like it kind of lowered its worth a little bit and it took me yeah. out. Uh, and I'd go in and out of being like, oh, these, this is pretty awesome to being like, oh, fuck. Like, it just would take me out right away with, with the little, with, you know, cause I feel like The Force Awakens had humor in it. You know, and I like uh-huh. when that happens, but I like when it's kind of organic and it fits within, like, I feel like this was just putting some shit in there for like comedy's sake, just burn, burn, burn. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. Um, there was some, a lot of questions, a lot of confusion. Um, I feel like, and I've had many, I'm sure you have as well, many conversations with different people that asked me right when they found out that I went to the premiere. They're like, so what do you think? And I was like, no, I'm not going to mess it up with my, because I don't want to tell them the comedy because yeah. then they're going to go in knowing already that about the comedy. Yeah. And I just wanted them to experience it for themselves. But then yeah. after the fact, when they saw it, everyone's hitting me up. We're, we're, we're going back and forth. First of all, I would like to say, and I think we're also going to see this with the reviews that, you know, the liberally reviews that we got from our friends, is that there's two camps, right? There's the, yeah. <laughs> the, there's the camp that um, really liked and loved The Force Awakens and, you know, maybe didn't really like this one. Or there's a the camp that um, didn't like The Force Awakens and really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yep, I think, and there's definitely two camps of people, like there's, well, let's say three camps of people. There's the people who loved it, OMG, best ever. There's the people who fucking hated it. And then there's the people who are probably like me and you, who are like, I didn't love it. Yeah, And it's the first time I've I've said that about a Star Wars movie. 
Yeah, like I was trying to remember because, you know, people are like, well, what about the um, the prequels and stuff? And I was like, I don't know. I was at a different time in my life. Like, That's true. You know, like I saw them and it was just like, ah, like there was, you know, so, like, you know, Jar Jar, you know, Binks and stuff. Like we all hate them. And that kind of took us out. But I think that was just kind of like a character. And, 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 and that was ridiculous in itself. But this felt like the comedy was spread out to everyone was making stupid, like saying stupid shit. And... I felt like that was, for me, more damaging than just having one stupid character. Um, well, in fairness, I didn't even think at all about those prequel movies because as far as I'm concerned, they don't actually exist. <laughs> they don't exist. Um, so, but overall, I just, Force Awakens, I came out, oh my God, this is awesome, this is amazing, I want more. This one, I came out, I was like, eh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just yeah. kind of like, mm. We'll see. I'm hoping J.J. Abrams comes back and brings us back into what he did for The Force Awakens. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, people are saying, oh, because you're older and, you know, you want the old stories <laughs> to be retold. No, I don't. I want the news. I want new fucking stories, but I want shit to make fucking sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how, how, how are you killing Snoke with some bullshit like that? And how come I don't know? We, we all want to know where did he come from? What's his backstory? And he's that simple to kill? Like, is for reals? Like, he, he didn't sense that shit? Like, so, like, I don't know. There's so many different things like that that it's just like... And then what, what were your thoughts on Princess Leia floating back? Um, really silly. <laughs> I think I laughed out loud. <laughs> I might have I laughed out loud. It I think I laughed so and looked like, around. <laughs> you know what it was like? It reminded me of um, Dracula, the one with Gary Oldman. Yeah, which, which like I love. How he would, you know, sort of move his hand and like float down hallways. Yeah, it, yeah. it was like weirdly reminiscent of that. <laughs> but that I was, was like, better in, in Dracula. It was better. <laughs> I know. Also because like you could, she. I don't know how long she was in space for, but you really can't survive for very long in space. No. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yes. I don't know. And you don't, you're not like floating through space. And like, that was it for Akbar. So long. Sayonara. I know. Peace. <laughs> like, hey, you've been like this super, you know, kind of important <laughs> secondary tertiary character for um, multiple movies. Yeah. But oops, you don't even like, Peace. I don't know. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it it would mean, have been I, awesome to, if, if that's the way Princess Leia uh, or Commander, whatever, uh, died that way like where she just was floating in space yes uh-huh i wouldn't have hated that i would have been like ah oh, like that's a nice send-off now it's like how are they gonna, now we know too much like how's she how are they gonna do it well yeah that was kind of my problem and it, i think that they just kicked the can down the road yeah. i thought that everything that was layer related with the exception of that was handled very beautifully mm-hmm um, I, and I suppose they needed some sort of, you know, deus machina to like get her out of the way so that Poe could run around in circles and be stupid yeah. and Laura Dern could run around in circles and be stupid. Yeah. So they needed, they needed something, I guess I, why they went there. I will never know. But I thought apart from that, I thought that she was handled really, really beautifully. Um, I liked that they, um, found ways to show like she's a Jedi too. Yeah. And, um, a, a very powerful Jedi. Yeah. And my question is like, sort of how do you come, is the next movie just going to start with a crawl that says like, um, that says Leia is dead. Yeah. In a battle, so we lost. Are, the yeah. rebels are in turmoil. Yeah. Like, and if so, <laughs> Shoo. Like yeah. that's just so like what a cop out. Yeah, I and really she needs like... and she needs like a 
she needs an honorable death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we need to see that shit. And I, I totally understand it might have been too hard to do it in this movie, but really that's where, narratively speaking, that's really where it should have come. Yeah. Um, and there were a couple of times, too, when I was watching it that I was like, is that CGI or is that her? Yeah. True, true, like, true, true. And I don't know if it's just the way that they lit her or what, but I was like, I don't feel like this is a real person right now. <laughs> so maybe they did have to do some um, some CGI work after yeah. she passed. Because um, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard conflicting things, but I the initial thing that I thought I heard was that she hadn't rapped when she died. Yeah, that's but, what I heard no, too. That's what I thought. Who knows? I've since heard, no, no, all the pieces were in the can. But maybe that's just... A little damage control so that people don't make criticisms like the one that I just made. <laughs> um, and it also took me half the movie to be like, who is that girl that's in that, um, that, uh, the little puff puffs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What's his name? Ryan, American Horror Story guy. Um, and then he has that like serial killer, masked killer, super funny TV show that he did. And I was like, why is that little fluffy girl from that in this? And then I was like, oh, shit, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, I, I, I kept thinking, like, she looks so familiar. <laughs> and I was like, Where oh. have I seen her? And I was like, I haven't seen her in movies. I don't know. And it was really hard to put together. Um, okay, let's see. Some of the other things that I thought is um, I totally thought it was Kylo Ren's movie. He, yeah. Adam Driver, was so good. Yeah. He was super charismatic. I cared a lot about him. I thought he was a bit of a dumb shit a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, but, most deaf. You know, it's like uh, that kind of stuff I can avert my eyes and forgive in Star Wars because yeah. a lot of the time Luke was really dumb. Yeah, because he was dumb young, of course. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, I get it that, like, Kylo Ren's, like, heavy on the emo side of the scale. That's fine. But... I just I thought that I thought that everything about him and I just thought that Adam Driver in general, who I really don't especially care for, was so good that I walked out of it being like, I'm a big Adam Driver fan. <laughs> I've been a big Adam Driver fan since when I was watching uh, Girls because uh, I was like, who is he? He's odd looking, but some like weirdly attractive. Um, and then when he was Kylo Ren, I was like, oh, perfect casting. Like he's like with, he has those vulnerable eyes, like he could be really vulnerable and conflicted with his nonverbal acting skills. Um, he, I think he's fantastic at it. Um, like you said, and, um, there's that one movie that he's a bus driver and he's a poet. Oh, I don't know that movie. Yeah, it's it got like all this critical acclaim, um, maybe some nominations and stuff last year. I, I believe it's on Amazon Prime. And just if you're a fan of him, it's just it's not the best movie, but it's just there's like oh yeah. And then when after when when I was watching, I was like yeah, Kylo Ren, <laughs> like totally. Huh. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, he was just really good. That was probably my favorite. My second favorite thing about the whole movie was him. Um, I thought that he and Ray have good um, charisma together. Uh, I thought that she was overall really good, too. I continue to like her very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, plot-wise, and I wrote down a couple notes here because I was like, I can't forget this. Um, I thought that it was, plot-wise, it was like, it was too big, and there were too many people doing it, and it didn't need to be that big of a movie. Like, I kept comparing it in my mind while I was watching it to Empire, which is, you know, kind of a big scale, but really all about 
it's like, it's very precise and simple. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons that many people love that the most of the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah. And I was just like, this movie could be Empire, but you guys keep like, <laughs> like, I get it. You have a lot of characters and you have to give them something to do. Like, you just can't have a full movie where, um, uh, what's his name yeah. that I'm blanking on? Uh, the stormtrooper guy. Finn. Finn, thank you. You can't have a movie where Finn does nothing. Finn needs to have his own hero's journey and all that sort of stuff. But I just, I kept feeling like, why are we, uh, it felt like we were just inventing these these things for people to go do that yeah. meant nothing. Yeah. And like, you know, the whole trip to the casino, the casino had the opportunity to be super, super cool. And it felt really dumb. Yeah. Useless. I was bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was like, what, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this place is beautiful. I can't wait to see it. And then it was like, eh. Yeah. Uh. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my thought overall on the plot. Just too big, too many people, too much shit that didn't need to happen. Prank calls. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. Like, like homeboy would do like, uh, what the redhead do, I forget his name. Like he would continue with it. Like, I don't know. It's just, it was just a lot of ridiculousness. That was just like, I don't know. Yeah, and it kind of, and, and then we felt like we had some of these cameos by people that I didn't need cameos from. Like, I love Benicio del Toro. He is a great I love actor. Him. He lo- he's looking a lot less bloated. He's looking pretty good. He was. He was actually looking pretty good. And I kind of liked having him in that role. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, it's Benicio. Oh, okay. Bye, Benicio. <laughs> Whatever. I guess maybe you come back in the next movie. It seems a little heavy handed, but farewell. <laughs> And then, like, Laura Dern, I was like, I love Laura Dern. Laura Dern is not a Star Wars universe person. No, she takes you kind of out of it. But I yeah. will say, how, how dope for Laura Dern to have such an amazing last scene with um, Carrie Fisher, where yes. they're talking and they're t- trying to, you know, the whole exchange. I was just like, oh, dude, like, Laura Dern, like, she always has that forever and has it on film yeah. to have yeah. that interaction. And then she pieces out and, like, help save like I just was like uh pretty good pretty good Laura Dern yeah and I don't get me wrong I love Laura Dern I got nothing but love in my heart for her but, but not like Star Wars cool, yeah, yeah how yeah. cool would like a, a Tilda Swinton or uh, something like that yeah, have yeah, been yeah. That you know for what sure, I mean for sure like she's a Star Wars kind of person yeah definitely um but you know here we go nitpicking um I did love Yoda and Luke together um, I was happy to see him. Um, I didn't like I, the Yoda, like when he was like rolling and he was like laughing, like he was like, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> well, I thought it was an interesting, again, back to Empire, the sort of juxtaposition of, um, Yoda training Luke and then Luke quote unquote training Ray, which like, even though the Yoda training Luke, it's like, look, in like 48 hours, Luke, you are now a Jedi. Congrats. <laughs> go for it. Which is, you know, pretty silly. But like Luke just didn't, there wasn't any train. Like I wanted to see her become a Jedi. Exactly. Not not just like sort of be like, well, all right, I'm a Jedi now. See you around. Yeah. Oh, I have this power. cool. I'm just going to use yeah, them. I'll just figure it out. Um, so I felt like, you know, in that movie, there was like Yoda was the teacher and Luke was learning from him and like learning good things and bad things. And on this, it was just like Ray chasing Luke around the Island while he threw away lightsabers. Like it was, yeah, it was, yeah. 
it was kind of a bummer. Like I wanted them, I wanted him to pass the torch even unwillingly, like in a more kind of meaningful way with her. Yeah. And more convincing way. Cause like, if you're going to bone out, you know what I'm saying? Like use all your force to help save a bunch of people and then just poof, be gone. Like there should have been a little bit more interaction. I agree. And it could have been, it could have been where he was training Ray and it still could have been a completely different way than Luke and Yoda. It could have been yeah. way more interesting. They're in a different location. It, it, you know, just to kind of see, we, we all need that, right? We, for like a karate kid, like we got to see them go through the shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. You got to see them go through the shit. And like, it could have been, you know, it could have been Luke being, you know, kind of borrowing a little page from the Yoda thing, a little like, no, no, this isn't going to work. You know, you can't do this. Like, and you know, show that multiple times instead of just the one time that he's like, you went straight to the dark place. We're done. Yeah. I voted okay. seem powerless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then when she goes to the dark place, is it really the dark place? Yeah, is no, it really looks the... like a fun mirror place. <laughs> it's like it's like the mirror place where it's the she, fun house. <laughs> yeah, where she, I don't know, she sees her parents. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't really understand. Like, it wasn't like when Luke went to the dark place, he saw his, fa- he like, you know, had the premonition about it, Vader being his father and having to cut him down and you know becoming him and all yeah. this sort of stuff. And it was just like, oh, she's in a mirror. Well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so so <sighs> is, is it for reals or was Kylo Ren just saying that to be a dick that her parents were nobodies? I mean, I am so sick to death of her parents. I don't even care at this point. <laughs> Let's just, I mean, I'm like, great. They're nobodies. Okay. Like, I don't understand why this is a whole, why this has been this whole big thing. Like, we're never going to know. Her parents are either like Luke or it's not. And we don't it's either Luke and we care or it's not and we don't. Yeah. So, it's so and weird. Luke's not her dad. So there you go. It's just weird. Like they made such a big deal out of it. Or yes. it seemed like it. So I figure like that's it. Like that's all we get. It's just really weird. And then do we think just because, you know, Star Wars, any a lot of films, people die and you know, especially in space films, but you think that they're dead but they're not. Do we think uh Phasma is dead? No. Didn't see the dead body. Because, and I was saying this to a couple of friends I was having conversations with, is um, that look she gave through that hole in her helmet to Finn uh-huh. was a little long, and it felt like she was looking at him like, you motherfucker, I'm about to come back and get your ass. Yes, totally. <laughs> so I was totally. like, uh, I don't know. I don't think she's dead. I don't want and her to be dead either. <laughs> and that's, she is Finn's antagonist. So they have to bring, yeah. they have to bring her back. And, you know, she's in that metal suit, so whatever. Yeah, They'll dope. figure out a way to, to hocus-pocus that one. Um, I just thought of one other thing, actually, that's both the humor and Luke. And that is, I loved Luke showing up to defend the people who are trying to get away. Um, and I loved that it was him, like, astrally projecting. Yeah, yeah. And that it, Kylo Ren was too blinded by his emotion to realize that. But the part that drove me nuts is when they, like, opened up with everything they had on him. And then he, like, walks out of the crater and he, like, brushes off his shoulder. I was like, stop it. Exactly. Stop exactly. it. That's what I'm saying. That fucking it bullshit. Been, yeah. It would have been so much more, like, badass and, like, yes, if he had just, like, calmly walked forward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Instead of, yeah, instead of that whole, like, mm, brush it off, girl. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Luke, yeah, don't brush it off. Totally. Um, and... Another discussion I've had is why 
does is Finn something or is he like I know he's a stormtrooper, but how is he kind of on a decent level to fight? Like he fought Kylo Ren last movie, like and and didn't get murdered right away. Do you know what I'm saying? And then and then this one he he was keeping up or you know did whatever he did to Phasma. I mean, he got saved a little bit, but he was it was enough for him to to stay with her. And she's like, so does he is he just cuz he's pretty good at fighting cuz he's a stormtrooper? Um where what are your thoughts on that? I don't I don't know. I feel like Finn was a very promising character that I feel like has been turned into a bit of a plot device. And I kind of comedy relief as well. Yeah. Like I love, um, the actor. I think that he is awesome. I kind of, I kind (laughs) of feel like, like when he and Ray were reunited and they had the like hug that went just a little too long. Like I'm, I'm kind of wondering, you know, is it going to, is it like a love interest thing? And when they were like hugging it out, I was like, do I want a love interest in this? I don't know. Yeah, I like the but, tension. I like the tension of like they really care for each other because they went through this crazy thing in the beginning, and like yeah. I like that tension. And I don't need them to ever. No. Yeah, because you I'm know it's feeling... only going to go bad. Like some bullshit's going to happen if if they do. Yeah, um, I mean this is this is where I turn into like you know a thirteen. This is where I, how I will always be like a thirteen year old fangirl for everything ever for the rest of my <laughs> life. I was like. I totally want Ray and Kylo to have like this tempestuous <laughs> romance. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. So you, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. So many questions. Also, I do like the fact that, um, I like Rose. I like that kind of like Rose and her sister. Um, the fact that fucking Rose was there was awesome. Um, just having a you know Asian female up in there, uh, yep. a prominent uh, character, and uh, the fact that she cried at the red carpet. Yes, like I would totally have done the same thing if I was you know representing for my people at a Star Wars. And you're a Star Wars fan. Um, I, I I do like that they that she was in there, but there's I don't know why she kissed Finn. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Like, I liked everything about her, really. Um, her compassion, her yes. geekiness, mm-hmm. all of it. Up until, and I didn't, I guess, I wasn't, I wasn't picking up on the fact that it was, like, this unrequited love situation. Yeah. Until she, and, and then when they're, like, together, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, that happened. I was so bummed. Yeah, yeah. I so like, bummed. God damn it. Yeah, why'd you have to do that? Why'd you have to ruin what was like a perfectly good character and moment? Yeah. Although I kind of wish that she hadn't knocked him aside. Like I was like, this is how Finn goes out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was down. I was ready. I was like, okay. Yeah. That's how he does I, it. I can, yeah. I don't love it, but this is like his big sacrifice. He's yeah. a character who like wants to do the right thing. Like, okay. Yeah, it's about and to go down. And then boom. Yeah. Yeah, so here, so here we are, kids. Here, here we, are. we are. One thing, my favorite thing of the whole movie, my numero uno, very, very favorite thing, was the salt planet. Just as from a production standpoint. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. Like, the most beautiful and, like, actualized world I think they've ever been on with the, like, the red dust or dirt underneath salt. the salty crust yeah. and, like... 
how beautiful it was when the and the ways that they used that and uh all of it was so beautiful yeah and um the the guards uh snoke's guards that were all in red uh-huh. I love that scene while when um, Ray and Kyla were fighting and just like the red backdrop and the, that scene, I was like, oh, like I took a picture of it with my mind and I was like, that's an amazing, like that'd be an amazing painting, amazing poster. Like that was gorgeous. Um, from the trailer, I thought we were going to get way more of those type of like epic sweeping scenes. You know, yeah. where it's just like wide lens, wide screen, and just like these gorgeous, um, uh, like amazing cinematography and stuff. And there was only like a couple, like um, that was it. And I was like, mm. <laughs> they were all in the trailer. Yeah, they're all in the. Tra- and then I was just like, wow. But those, but those, um, those guards, dude, I love them. I wanted to try to be them this past, um, I was going to say Thanksgiving, <laughs> Halloween, because the kids' uh-huh. costumes were so dope, and I couldn't fit into them. And then the adult costume was, wasn't as dope, and it was, like, significantly more expensive. Yeah. They're, like, $75. Oh, uh, and I was just like, oh, but they're, they're gorgeous. I just love the, the shiny red yeah. and the armor and the... so. Um, but that one scene yeah. when they were in there fighting everyone off, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I was, like, getting super excited. Yeah, um, that yeah. was that was the, another really great scene. There were, you know, and not to just like shit all over everything yeah, yeah, and be yeah. like a disgruntled fangirl, <laughs> but you know, hey, if the shoe fits. Um, but I, there were moments like that that were so beautiful, yeah, and um, so awesome that yeah, I just really I those were the things that I enjoyed the most. It was. It was, like I said, with the casino. The casino started out really interesting. I thought that it kind of lost the plot. But, like, there are these beautiful, actualized worlds that I just, as a a nerd, I just love so much. And, like, you know, you just want to, I want to learn everything about the world. Like, what are, what do the foxes eat? Like, I totally thought that while I was watching it. I was like, love the crystal foxes. foxes eat? They were awesome. What else is alive on that planet? Yes. Like, so I loved things like that. I also did think that, like, Luke's final scenes um, and the sort of callback to Tatooine with the double suns and all of that was like, that was really beautiful. I might've, I might've welled up a little bit. Did you, did you well up at any part of the movie? Maybe when Luke disappeared. I don't remember. I luckily I'm a crier and I didn't cry at all. I think I was like, so like, you know how I like almost cried in the last episode talking about the world premiere. I think I was like so caught up so emotional just the fact that i was at such a special place um and then when they you know and then going in because the director was getting emotional about this being dedicated to carrie fisher you know there was already kind of like a already kind of somber little you know mood going into the movie and just being so emotional that i was at a star wars world premiere and then when she comes up on screen you know a little teary-eyed but for me, it was when her um, old school hologram uh-huh. came up, you know, where she's like, uh, help us, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. When that came up, I just was like, like trying to keep it in. I was like, fuck. Because it was just, you know, just 
because she's gone and seeing that and just remembering just I saw that shit when I was like four years old you know what I'm saying you're just like yeah how far we've come and just it was just I don't know just so important and then you're like remembering all that shit while you're watching the movie of like the first three movies and how much they meant how much they meant to you and then you come out of this movie (laughs) yeah I mean I I will say that my like my sort of my final review was that The Force Awakens was I was blindsided by that movie in so many good ways. Yeah. And I thought that it was like the it was pitch perfect, it was well acted, it was well realized. It was a really good movie. And um, and then Rogue One. I didn't love Rogue One as much as I love The Force Awakens, but I really, I, I had mild love for Rogue One. I thought it was a great movie, yeah. a great uh, addition to the canon. Yeah. And then I saw this, and I was like, mm, yeah, not so worse. much, yeah. not so much. But don't don't get it twisted, my friends. I will be watching it again. Yeah, me too. Don't yeah. And I, 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 there were a couple of people who were like, I didn't care for it the first time. I watched it again. I like it way more. So oh, well, hopefully, that, I'm going to be one of those people. Yeah, I'm interested in watching it again because I want to see taking everything out. You know, time has passed. Going into a theater and um, just trying to go in the open mind all over again. I think I'm still going to be annoyed. Totally going to be annoyed with the comedy comedic shit that they yeah. throw in. Yeah. But uh, you know. I'd like to see definitely how it's um, gonna play out for me again. But I I know for sure that I'm not gonna come out loving it. But mm-hmm. maybe I'll like it a little bit more. It's still yeah. Star Wars. I mean, you, whatever whatever happens at the end of the day, it's still Star Wars. It's still part of the Star Wars universe, and we're all gonna go see the next movie on yeah. the first day anyway. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not gonna Let's stop the real. machine. Let's it's, be it's real, not- real. And, you know, I will even, I will even accept that, um, I will even accept that sometimes there's a misstep, you know, sometimes there's Ewoks, sometimes there are, um, (laughs) the, like the three, the trilogy prequel and I just pretend like those don't exist. So sometimes there's just a little bit of a misstep. I am so glad that so many people liked the movie. And I think that maybe on that note, we hear from some of our friends and familia who were kind enough to share what they thought about um, the different reviews. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, say what what they thought about the movie. Yeah. Okay. So let's go with our first reviewer. X-Wings, Skywalkers, Kylo Ren's torso, The Last Jedi has everything you love about Star Wars. Being able to surprise an audience after a 40-year head start is no mean feat, but director Ryan Johnson did it in less than 12 parsecs. Whether you're picking up your Jedi robes from the dry cleaners on the way to your fourth screening, or because your significant other will leave you if you don't watch it, The Last Jedi will surprise and delight. So who, who, that was very professional. Thank you so much. And who was that? That's one of your friends? That would be Leland. Thank you, Leland. Thank you, Leland. Leland is a big, uh, Leland's a big nerd. A professional nerd, let's say he's that. Like, he's, yeah, he's kind of a professional nerd, actually. <laughs> um, he is also a writer, and so uh, you know, he has, uh, he has smart things to say, that Leland. How many drafts did you have, Leland? <laughs> well, there's, there's actually two parts to Leland's thing. Oh, there's two Oh, so he's the other dude. He's um, one of the other dudes, yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't, because of our setup today and the situation we have going on, I won't know. He he comes in later, so okay. 
We'll just um, play them, and then we'll be like, Leland, it's you again. Yeah, Thanks, okay, Leland. cool, cool, cool. Okay, this list. Next one, let's see. I loved The Last Jedi so much, I saw it twice in one day. I mean, I couldn't help but cheer during the Rey and Kylo Ren lightsaber battle scene versus the Imperial Guards. I cried during the inspiring hero moments, like the scene on the bomber ship with Rose's sister, and when Admiral Holdo destroyed Snoke's ship. I can't wait to see this movie again. <laughs> and who was that? That's my friend Tina. Tina um, is also a real a bona fide, bona fide nerd, bona fide <laughs> fangirl. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, um, Tina. I know. I loved like see listening to like her and Leland and some of the other ones. It made me reconsider some of the things that annoyed me about the movie. Got it. So um, thank you, Tina, uh, for sharing that with me. It, it did make me be a little bit. Maybe I'm being too hard on this. And are we knowing if Tina and Leland like? Were they fans of The Force Awakens? Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. Okay, so they're, they're the camp that they love everything. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't say that. I think that they would be critical of something that they didn't like, for sure. Got it. Okay, okay. Okay, so let's see. That one's done. Let's go to the next. Let's see who we got up next. I loved The Last Jedi oh. so much. I saw it. <laughs> Sorry, Dina. Okay, let's see. Here we goes. Hi, this is Lillian Rivera, and this is my quick review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Now, I actually really loved this movie. Um, I went in really without any expectations. I didn't like the first uh, film. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt it kind of catered to nostalgia. But this film... I really loved the adventure. I loved that I was able to see Oscar Isaac as Poe just starting up the film, um, all action. So these are the things that bothered me about the film. Um, I thought it bothered me that the two Latinos in the, on the, in the film, <laughs> Benicio del Toro and Oscar Isaac, were both problematic. Um, they were both the ones that had to be reprimanded. Um, obviously, Benicio del Toro was, was, um, was a traitor, kind of like playing both sides. And then um, Oscar Isaac's character had, you know, had to be like, oh, kind of taken, taken down a notch, right, by the women in the film. So that kind of bothered me because, you know, obviously we only have Latinos, so many Latinos um, <laughs> in these roles, and I want them to... To not be just kind of the enemy or the ones that have to be scolded or told or spoken to, right? And, but yes, yes to Luke being like the disgruntled guy who doesn't want to help anybody. Yes to Finn. Yes to shirtless Kylo Ren. I'm, I'm for it. I don't care. Um, it was a fun, fun movie. I didn't mind it at all. Interesting perspective. Yeah, and she's from the camp that, of course, as she said, she's she she's like I hate it. When we would talk about it, she's like I hate the Force Awakens, and I was just like, oh, I how love can it. you hate the Force Awakens, Lilium? I know. And then, but that's but, cool. But then she loved, loved, loved Rogue One. Like she loved it. Um, yeah, and I did love, love, love Rogue One. Like I liked it. It just was a different film for me. It was not part of the same yeah. story. But um, so, Lilium, if you guys have listened before. If you haven't, you want to know more about Lilium, um, check out a couple of episodes that she's been a special guest. The latest one, uh, she talks about her book, Education of Margot Sanchez. Get that now. Which now. is an awesome book. Get yeah. it. Get it. Yeah. Okay. So let's see who we got next. Love it or hate it. The Last Jedi is Star Wars at its best. Great character moments, stunning visuals, thrilling set pieces, and reverent but not slavish attention paid to a lush mythology. 
a wonderful passing of the lightsaber to a new generation of Star Wars fans whose parents hadn't even met when A New Hope was in theaters. That, is that Leland again? That's Leland being all like professional and writerly and smart and shit. <laughs> Are you making commercials for this, Leland? <laughs> I know. Come on, Leland. Let's let's figure this out. We got to monetize this. Leland's Good reviews. Work. Good work. Leland'sreviews.com. Yeah. How many drafts of that, Leland? Let us know. Or are you that good? It was just like, boom, like off the dome. That good. (laughs) Okay, let's see who we have next. I think we have two more next. So my review on The Last Jedi goes like this. There were some good parts, and they were really good, and then there were some really bad parts. It was a balance for me that I walked away confused What was missing was the seriousness of the dramatic scenes that Star Wars always delivers. And the fact that Admiral Akbar, Luke, (laughs) Captain Phasma, uh, Snoke, like all these people died. And the seriousness, overall tone of the movie was comical and cheesy. And for me, it just didn't... That didn't mesh well. I mean, I should have walked out of that theater in awe of what I just watched. And instead, I walked out disappointed. It's definitely not my favorite movie of Star Wars, the sequels. Um, but all the prequels, it's way better than those. So <laughs> there's something to say there. <laughs> That's about it. Um, that was Sket One, Sket Uno. I thought that was Sket. Yeah, um, and it's Sket. It's sad that this was the movie that he, that he ended up watching because of the shit that he went through. So he um, had a seven o'clock Thursday, seven o'clock showing of the movie, right? So okay. at like seven fifty, he texts us, meaning um, Shane and Kano and I. We have that ongoing thread, like the daily thread, and he's yeah. just like, um, "Yeah, still haven't watched the movie. They're having technical difficulties. They oh, gave no. us, yeah. He's like, they gave us um, some vouchers to come see another movie, but you know this and that. And we were like, what? We were like, <laughs> Shane, and Ginger Snappers, and I were like, what? We're like, no, fuck that, right? Like that's ridiculous. You don't fuck around with Star Wars. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And um, Shane hadn't seen it yet. I've seen it, but still, it's just you know, people. It's the first day. You know, it's the day before. You don't fuck that shit up. Then like, yeah. so we we haven't heard from us. So we're still still texting to each other, but we don't hear anything from Sket. And then like, I think it's like an hour and a half in. He said he's not gonna watch the movie. They're not gonna play it. They got their shit refunded. Oh my god. And I was like, the 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 gifts we were sending, I was like, fuck that shit. I was like, hell, fuck no. I was so upset. Like, like Ginger Snappers and I were so upset. Like, if it was us, like uh-huh. you know, fuck around. We're like, I go, we're like, is the whole theater like, because you know, it's like multiple, uh, multiple rooms showing that shit. And he said, I guess he said like two or three of them couldn't couldn't show it at all, but the others two could, and you know, maybe they had room so you could go see it later. And I was like, uh-uh, fuck that shit. Imagine if you're like, you got a babysitter and you got all this shit and uh-uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then and then for him to finally see it the next day, matinee show, and then he comes out like this. Aww. 
I mean, I have to say, I thought that, um, and I mean, this is a man who loves Star Wars. He had a Star Wars fucking show. He had a Star Wars art show with, like, so much amazing stuff. I actually bought one of his pieces, which is a prized possession of yes, mine. gorgeous pieces. Um, yeah. His fiance. Like, this guy loves Star Wars. Yeah, his fiance has the, he, he proposed to Jamie. Hi, Jamie, congratulations. Um, to her a week ago or maybe two weeks ago at Disneyland with Darth Vader. And the ring has Darth Vader. It's like a Star Wars ring. Like, this is what we're talking about, kids. Like, they're yeah. going to get married on, like, May the 4th. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is what we're talking about. So that should happen to him at the theater. And then he goes to see the movie, and he's just, like, burnt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, I, and I think that he puts, um, he puts it more succinctly than I did. But, like, you want to walk out of there having these, like, deep sort of deep, serious, meaningful moments. Yeah. And instead they just felt cock blocked by totally this like dad jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Okay. We have uh, one more audio and then we'll get into one more written. Okay. The last. Right now I'm between a place of both loving and hating the last Jedi. <laughs> I think the film has really great areas and really bad areas. Some of my favorite being the scenes between Kylo Ren and Rey. I think they're doing a fantastic job between them yeah, and true. the scenes with them in it kept me thoroughly interested. Then you've got things like, in my opinion, unnecessary poor humor. Mm -hmm. And you've got things like flying, flying Leia basically. <laughs> Um, that just kind of pull you out of the film for a little bit. And who is this? Uh, that's my friend Leah. Hi, Leah. Thank you so much. She Thank was like you. one of the first. She was one of the first civilians I saw watching it. Nice. I feel like she might have gone Thursday night. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about Leah's fandom of uh, Star Wars, aka if she's um, a rabid mouth breather Star Wars kind of fan. I'm gonna guess maybe so. Um, I think we probably share that in common, but I, you know, I think that she has a very balanced view of it too. Yeah. Like, oh, didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Yeah. It's just kind of meh. I think meh coming out is just meh. meh. It was it. That was it. That's how when people finally saw it and the, or they text me or through Facebook, I was just like, meh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the, that sums it up. So a lot of people, when we talk with well, one person, we had a back and forth discussion and he said that he couldn't trust me on my review because I loved The Force Awakens. Um, so he's from the other camp. So then he okay. saw it finally, like maybe the Saturday later or something like that. And he said, you know, the same thing about the comedy and da, 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 da and blah, 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 blah. The same, pretty much the same thing across the board that we're all saying. But he also said something that this wasn't for us. It was for the younger generation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I was like, oh, I go, I guess. But I don't, I think it doesn't matter. He's like, I, I was telling him, I was like, I think if you're a Star Wars fan, you're a Star Wars fan. Like, that's what, that's the beauty of Star Wars. You could, you could be... 14 years old and be a huge Star Wars fan, know the history, love it as much as we do. You know what I'm saying? Have respect for it. <laughs> and, uh -huh. and, and it doesn't, I don't think it matters what age you are. I think dumb, you know, comedy for comedy's sake, I think there's a taste level. Like, I don't know. So, and I was just like, well, you know, let me ask, let me, I go, you're, I go, you're making a good point. Um, let me see, let me talk to some millennials and see, you know, mm -hmm. what their view is. So I talked to my 
godson, Mariano, who last year, he was in town during this time and we went to go see Rogue One together when it first came out. And then I was like, oh, let me get a little history. So I was like, did you watch it? He's like, yeah, I watched the opening night. So I was like, that's promising. And then so I was like, I have three questions. One, what did you think of Force Awakens? What did you think of Rogue One? And then what did you think of this? So, you know, basically the overview is he loved Force Awakens. He felt super excited coming out of it. Rogue One, he was a little, he said he was pretty skeptical, but, um, he, you know, he ended up uh, liking it. Um, he was very impressed, blah, 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 blah. He loved that there was a lot of people of color in it because, you know, he's um, mm-hmm. black and uh, Dominicano. And for The Last Jedi, he says, I think I came into this movie expecting more than I should have. I thought the first scene would have been Ray meeting up with Luke, but instead it was that awkward scene of the Resistance leaving their planet. Um, the opening scene should have been flipped around. I get it, I get it, I get it. And then he says, um, the next thing that had me confused was what was when Carrie Fisher was floating in space. <laughs> Uh she wakes up and floats back um she used the force uh she should have died in that explosion it takes about 15 seconds to die in space without a spacesuit and oxygen (laughs) yeah uh he he said three r.i.p carrie fisher but she's dead and it would make sense to keep her dead (laughs) in the movie since in real life but um instead they kept her alive and have more movies to come unless they have a bunch of film of her or great cgi i don't know why they keep her alive um, her dying would have benefited the movie so much and would have given the viewers so much loss, um, hope that the resistance could actually be done. Um, let's see what else he says. I love that they are being more loose with these movies and their characters, but the comedy was cringeworthy at times throughout the movie. Definitely wish uh, we would have got more backstory for the Sith Lord Snoke, but we just get a few scenes with him and then he dies in so lame <laughs> uh, uh-huh. by, by not sensing Kylo, even though we all know he should have sensed him doing that. Um, he said Yoda cameo was cool. Fighting on the Saw planet were cool. Definitely think, um, I don't know who this is. Should have caught up to the resistance ship since it was pretty messed up, but was cool that the resistance ship used hyperdrive and destroyed the rebellion's fleet. It made up for the, all the nonsense wish Luke would have actually showed and died, showed up and died fighting Kylo instead of meditating on another planet. <laughs> He's like, but it was sort of cool. He's like, he could, he could see Luke's power. Um, yeah, he said, yeah. John Boyega's character is dope too, but they are trying to make him a black Han Solo in my eyes. And I think he should have been, he should be able to have his own character overall. Great movie, but was very meh to me and a few people I know. So, Interesting. He's 23, and he he loves and respects Star Wars. So I think uh, I would like to hear if there's anyone that you guys know because I don't I doubt anyone in that age bracket listens to us. But if you are part of that age bracket or know someone that's part of the age bracket and loved like absolutely loved this film, yeah, I would be curious to hear what they have yeah, to say. I, send us send us some audio. And let's talk about it. And, you know, um, I realized that I neglected to send you a um, late to the party review that I got. So I just emailed that to you. Okay, let's see if I can. Let's see. Let me try to forward it to myself, to this other email that I'm doing this from. 
Very high tech over here, kid. Very. Yeah, super high tech, super high tech. Very high um, tech. Maybe we'll be cutting this out. Who knows? Maybe this is the time when, you know, you get up and you take a leak. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. So we know when the movie comes out. Do We we know J.J. Abrams doing it. Um, the next one? Yeah. Oh, I think that I thought that the next one was going to be the same director, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is going to have, they gave him, they gave him like a Star Wars franchise. I thought that he was going to keep going, but maybe not. Yeah, Leon, I, thought I, I, thought I, saw, I thought I saw that. And oh, and in side note, um, Daylin told me that it, the premiere was at USC because the director went to USC. Ah, interesting. And maybe he was part of the, is it Lucas or Spielberg that has the big film program yeah, there? Yeah, something like that. She was telling us, yeah. like, oh, that makes Something sense. Like that. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Let's see. I don't think it's working. Uh... We can always edit this out. <laughs> yeah, I can add it. I can add it at the end. Um, um, well, yeah. here, let me see. Um, maybe I can play it at least on my end and then we can hear it. Okay, hang on. Let's see if this works. It's been about two and a half hours since my first viewing of the last gym. Can you hear that? A little bit. Okay. It's been about two and a half hours since my first viewing of the last Jedi, and I've only had a little yeah. bit of time to really ruminate on it. There are things, of course, that I loved, some things that I didn't. But what really grabbed me is the way that it played with encounter lot of the expectations that we have from the first several movies. That, I think, was a great move and a wonderful accomplishment for this entry into the series. All right. I'll buy that, Eric, but I want to know exactly... God, now we need to have Eric as a special guest. <laughs> I want to... I, I wonder... I mean, I agree that it, it kind of... It demolishes some of our expectations from the last movie. Although I will say that one of the things I liked about the last movie was that it demolished our expectations of a Star Wars movie. Like we all thought that it was going to be about Finn and it's a movie about Rey. Yeah, that, I love that shit. I know. We loved that so much because we took we took like the butthurt racist fanboys <laughs> yeah. who were like bitching that you couldn't have like you know, a black lead in the movie and whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, and then they walked out of it being like, yeah, no, you can't have a girl that's the lead in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I yeah. drank their tears. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like Eric says, I will be, <laughs> that was his review from the first viewing of it. There, <laughs> there will be more. Oh, yes, there will be more. Yeah, so, you know, this is our last episode for the year, for 2017. We'll come back in 2018. Let's talk about if we saw it again, our thoughts, if anyone that, you know, like homeboy here, if he wants to let us know his thoughts, send us another one. Um, we can find out how he thought of the second viewing. Um, yeah, if any if anybody has um, if anybody has other thoughts on that. And, you know, frankly, if anybody has any feedback or comments that they want to send to us that are recorded, feel free to do that. Yeah, Just keep it at, could, at 30, 30 seconds or 30 less. Seconds 30 or seconds or less. That would be great. And then, you know, put your name in it. Like Lilium, she's professional. Put it, her name in it. Um, and then also, if you're going to send a Star Wars reviews, um, also add in there what your thoughts were, like yay or nay on The Force Awakens, yay or nay on Rogue One. I guess I, that will help us to give us a little backstory um, and see where you're coming from. 
Yeah, yeah, that'll be curious to know. Yeah. Um, um, well, there you go. I think yeah. that's kind of our Star Wars heavy roundup episode. Yeah. And um, thank you. I had a cup of coffee through, or a cup of tea, because I don't drink coffee, but I have tea. Um, I drank a cup of tea over the course of the past hour and feeling like I really perked up. up by the end of it. Yeah, you sound up, like it. I'm up. <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> All right, then. So everyone have happy holidays. Thank you for listening. And as we said last year, but we really made it this year. We're about to yeah. come up on the 2018. <laughs> the guests are going to be here. We're going to have, you know, we're going to shoot to have minimum of two episodes the month, if not more. You know, we got yeah. this down on, on the Skype tip. You know, I know. I feel like technologically speaking, we're finally we're finally operating. <laughs> we're here. Like it's like it's like 2013. <laughs> exactly. We can do it. It's possible. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you so much. Thanks for all the support. And uh, anything else you'd like to add, Ti? Uh, no, that's all I got. All right then. Peace out, nerds. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Yo! Hello! <laughs>